Hey weirdos, welcome back to the pod. This is episode two of Stop It That's Weird. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. If you watched the first episode, if you listened to the first episode, thank you so much. If you're listening to the second episode, oh my god, thank you so much. <laughs> so yeah, welcome back, new mic edition. She's crisp. She's crisp, folks. Yeah, you hear that? Crispy. But, uh, I am going to apologize in advance. Uh, I'm making all kinds of uncontrollable sounds with my mouth, so if that's an issue for you, I sincerely apologize. I will try. It's going to be a no-snack podcast. I'm making that rule right now. It's going to be a no-snacker, um, because that's just too much. The detail, the 4K definition, definition that you would hear me eating some almonds or something that's too much that's I can't do that to my audience (laughs) of all audiences not my audience um so I won't but I would I am going to um enjoy beverage from time to time like this one got a nice little booch here actually I'm gonna talk about that later um it's good Anyway, so welcome to welcome to episode two. Thanks so much for listening. Appreciate you so much. I don't have any fidgets to review today. I reviewed them all last episode, and so I don't have any more to do. Um, so I hope that's not disappointing for everyone, any anyone, anybody, any peoples. We're just gonna get right into this into the segments. Um, but you know what? It's a beefy guy today i i made a lot of notes we got a lot to talk about anyway so i don't think we're gonna be short on content (laughs) so let's get into it shall we first seg sensory nightmare of the week it is so goddamn fucking hot in idaho right now um it's 99 degrees i went to the store to pick up this new microphone today and my car said 100 degrees and it feels like it I hate it it's 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 to say sensory nightmare feels like an understatement for sure um my my poor little dog she I have a little Boston Terrier and she just like can't take it she wants to play and like exercise so bad but she just can't I took her outside and like threw the ball around with her for like five seconds and she collapsed on the ground that's dramatic she's she's fine but she just like you know did a little sploot and was like nah no thanks ma'am I can't can't be can't be no so so that's awful and I'm like I'm not somebody that struggles with heat I'm one of those freaks that actually enjoys it when it's like a little bit too hot you know like people always be like I would rather be way too cold than way too hot I'm the opposite of that I would rather be too hot than too cold I can't stand being cold it's foul and disgusting to me um and painful um but today I was like mother nature you've gone too too far I can't deal with this and so that's just going to be a sensory nightmare for the foreseeable future here. Let's open my little weather app and let's see what the T is. Um, 99, 96, 92, 95, 92, 95, 101, 103. Get the... <sighs> you know? So, anyway. <laughs> I don't know if I have too much more input about the weather but you get the idea. Maybe I'll make some iced tea or whatever, but it's like 103 is not going to make a lick of difference. So, that's that. <laughs> um, next segment is Change is Hard. This is a new segment. <laughs> yeah, this is a new segment um, that I'm probably not going to do every week because it's just not going to be relevant or interesting to talk about, but sometimes we're going to want to talk about changes that are happening that are hard for the neurodivergent brain to adapt to and that's what's happening for me right now because my roommate is moving out and 
and I'm just bummed about it. <laughs> I'm just bummed about it because we get along really, really well. He's lived here for like a year, and I'm just sad. <laughs> just, just sad about it. Um, it's it, it makes sense, and it's the right time, and we've like had lots of chats about. Um, it's just the right time for him to like move somewhere else, but it's been a year for the neurodivergent brain. I think that type of change can be difficult. And like, here's the deal with me is like when we originally talked about this change, I was like, absolutely. It makes sense. And I'm so happy for you to be moving on to this next stage. Go off king, you know? And maybe that's like part of this unmasking thing is that my brain's like, "Uh, yeah, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't got to worry about me for a second. And then suddenly I'm very not fine. Um, so with this one, it's kind of, it's, it's been like that where it's like, we get along super well and, um, yeah, it's just been like a very pleasant living situation. And then once the day crept nearer, which is today, (laughs) he's moving out today. Um, once the day crept nearer, suddenly my brain was like oh no that oh okay in like 48 hours you're going to be living on your own once again the comfort of having a a person living in the same house as you um for like support and friendship is gonna be pulled out from underneath you um and that stings a little bit that stings a little bit that's the change is hard segment next up is hyperfixation of the week also known as if i don't get to do this right now i'm gonna have a full menti b um so what i'm hyperfixated on now vegan jerky okay a specific one it's primal spirit vegan jerky hickory smoked it has to be the hickory it has to be the hickory because i've tried like every other flavor of this this might um impede my chances of getting sponsored (laughs) by this brand okay but i just don't like any of the other flavors they're just not good this one just hits every single time that's the sound of the of the jerky um here you go i'm looking at the wave <laughs> to see if that was going to be extremely loud i think we're okay <laughs> um yeah it's so good what I, what I the reason that i'm like this is i go to the gym and there's a store right next to my gym that carries it okay so i will go and do my silly little workout And then I will go next door and get two vegan jerkies every time. It's got to be two, not one, two. Hickory smoked. And then I will also get a a kombucha. I like kombucha, okay? I don't want to hear anything about how you don't like kombucha and then it's gross and then it tastes sour. And then I don't want to hear it, okay? I don't want to hear how it's not that much better than like soda or or, or other sugary drinks. Okay, and yeah, man, yeah, I don't want to hear it, cause I like it. <laughs> I like it. This one is Co K O E. Tropical flavor. I definitely do that where I'm like, I find one thing that I like and I will like smash it into the ground with how repetitive I am with eating it I like I'm a I'm an adventurous eater and drinker I think I like flavor and spice and variety but um if I really like something I really like it and I'm gonna get it multiple times a week probably which is the deal with this um I I love it what's in this um black tea and sugar we got guava orange pineapple green tea that's it it's so good Mm. so that's my hyper do i have anything else on my hyper fixation list um scissor anywhere that i if (laughs) 
we should have a segment that's just like a, a, a super cut of all the <laughs> all the stumbles that just like take up space on this on the air depending on it you know what's if i can get to <laughs> case in point <laughs> If I can get to like a hundred episodes, how how much time do you guys think that's gonna be? How much time of the pod is it get, is it gonna be spent on me just going? Uh, 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 I'm just gonna start speaking simlish from now on. Uh, what was I saying? Scissor. If I have, if I'm in the car, okay. If I'm driving in my car and I don't know what song to put on, I always put on SZA. Good Days is the first one. That's my go-to every single time. Heavy on my empty mind shit. Um, And then maybe like Broken Clocks. And then... I don't know, I can't think. <laughs> it's in a playlist... Of like, you know, you know the, um, you know playlists? <laughs> hey guys, you know playlists? You know how that's a thing? On Spotify, you can go in there and they have them. <laughs> you can click on it and it will, it's a curated playlist of SZA and you can listen to it. And I do that. And so... <laughs> That's one of those, like, comfort things, I think, that I just, like, love, love her so much that if I am, like, I I don't know what to play. I just don't, I, eh, please eliminate choice from this equation right now. Um, then I will always put that on. My cat right now is trying, to, I have the jerky plastic, the empty plastic down here, and he's, can you, hold on, I gotta move the mic so you can hear him crunch it. He's <laughs> He's chomping on the plastic. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Is that bad? Is that bad to let cats do that? He's going to town. I don't know if you could hear that super well. Hopefully it was just tiny little, tiny little cat mouth noises. <laughs> I bet it tastes good. It's, it's hickory. <laughs> it's hickory smoked, folks. I was trying to say y'all and folks at the same time. Fyall. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> wow. We have fun here. Next is <laughs> quirky, silly little things that made me angry for no apparent reason. Now, if you have animals like I do, <laughs> I got the giggles, y'all. Um, I have I have two cats and a dog, um, a little Boston Terrier, and two. Stop chomping on that. Um, <laughs> two cats, and one of my cats insists on sleeping right next to my face, so like where my where the very edge of my pillow is which i often like do you guys sleep like you sleep like, <laughs> like do you sleep like this i can i can do it do you sleep like this where your face is your face is on the edge of the pillow or do you sleep in the middle wow i've never thought about this do people sleep where their head is actually in the middle of the pillow is that real? Because I don't. I tuck the pillow between my neck, you know, <laughs> my face and shoulder, and then my head is, like, right at the edge of the pillow. That's how I like it. And my cat wants to be against my face. And I love, I love him. I sure do. But sometimes he will just, like, plop down there, like, <laughs> with his full body weight at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. And I'm suddenly suffocating in fur. Um, and he also does this other thing where... Have you guys seen that TikTok where um, it's the... It's Piggy Dippin'? 
Have you seen the piggy dipping? Have you seen that? Um, the cat that like dips its whole paw in the water and then licks the water off of it. He does that. And then what he does is he comes upstairs. He waits until he comes up to the side of my face. Okay. And I'm in a dead sleep. And he shakes his paw, his wet paw, in my face. And I'm showered and shocked and literally wake up like, <gasps> And I, ooh, it, nothing makes me more, like, instantly filled with rage than just, like, a cold shower of paw water. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you haven't experienced it, I bet you can imagine what that feels like. So you don't need to. I'll save you from it. <clears throat> and then my dog will sit at the foot of my bed and just lick her paw until it's raw. Until it's... <laughs> until it's f like the hair is being like <laughs> ripped from her paw. Um, and it's so annoying. It, it That one really gets me. Is I will like... She, <laughs> she also snores um really loud i sent my roommate an audio and mostly it's just me laughing about it but she was like snoring really loud so she snores and if she's not sleeping and snoring extremely loud um she's licking her paw and it just oh it like that one not only like fills me with rage but also like my skin crawls at it the second that i hear the first like slurp i'm just like oh oh you want to get fucked up you know so that's that that's that one <laughs> side note how are people i don't know how podcasters are out here recording like an hour hour and a half two hours some people have like three or four hour long podcasts and they're, like, basically unedited. How are you doing that? You know? Like, my brain just doesn't work fully with that. I tried to do that with the first episode, and that was really hard. So, just know I'm taking breaks. She be taking breaks in between segments to just, like, collect myself, my thoughts, before I launch into the next asinine <laughs> point. All right, next one is, what's she anxious about now? What I'm anxious about now is, <sighs> tomorrow I have to go back to work. It's the Sunday scaries type situation. And um, my, brain my brain definitely catastrophizes, okay? If I'm like a tiny bit behind on work, um... I will, I will spiral the night before. But the thing is, like, I, I'm, I am so lucky and privileged to do the type of work that I do, um, which is marketing and, like, communications and stuff. Um, there, it, it's never an emergency. There's ne hey, there's never been someone that was like, I'm gonna get fired if you don't send me this, like, Instagram post copy by two p.m. tomorrow it's never happened it's never gonna happen the world will keep on turning you know but in my brain I'm like I'm so behind everyone hates me uh I'm gonna get fired I'm terrible at my job <laughs> and then I chill the fuck out the day comes so tomorrow this is this, eh, this is what's gonna happen tomorrow is I'm gonna wake up I'm going to start working on stuff. And in my brain, I'm like, oh my god, I'm so behind. I've got a million tasks that I have to do. And then I sit, out, uh, I sit down. <laughs> I sit down at my desk. Come on, Trisha, you can do it. You sit down at the desk. And I have, like, a task management program that I use. And I'll go through and, like, actually look at the physical tasks that I've recorded that I have to do. And it's usually, like, two <laughs> two things that I gotta do today and then I'm like oh she's fine easy breezy it's like my body really wants to panic you know and that's so annoying and frustrating because I'm like I know logically it's fine chill out for a second please so we'll just be anxious for a little bit and that's fine I will survive that's part one I've got, I've got 
I've got something else that I want this on my mind on this one that I've been thinking about, which is I'm anxious about being single. I went through a pretty big breakup in May. I'm really bad with time. I have no concept of time. But I believe it was May of 2021. Because that's, yeah. So that's when I uh, went through a breakup. And that's when it happened. And I and in, in May of 2021, I went through a breakup. And, and so that's what was going on at that time. In 2021, I was going through a breakup. And it was really... A difficult thing <laughs> yeah it was a bad one so that's like two years that I've been single you know and I've tried dating and it just fucking sucks dude it really sucks so I live in Idaho and if, if anyone has ever <laughs> tried to date in this state before you really understand the pain I'm sure there's like other people in other like similar somewhat rural areas that can like relate to this but oh my god the only people that I that try to match with me are old men and cowboys dude I can't tell you how much a conservative cowboy loves me they they eat eat it up they fucking love me dude (laughs) little little alternative manic pixie dream girl wannabe over here just really like they come they come they are coming out of the bushes they're jumping from the rafters they're crawling out of the sewers to get to me (laughs) and I I I've started a collection on my phone of just like insults that I get from them as well that's the bizarre thing is that like they'll try to match with me on like hinge or whatever and um oftentimes they start with an insult are other people or other non-binary folks and women out there even men are you getting insulted out there because i am that's like usually what happens is someone will like see a photo of mine and then they'll like say something mean i'm trying to think of an example so i'm gonna i have this photo um, which, you know, I get it. It's like, it's like me trying to be artsy. So I did this photo where I had this, like, I don't know how to describe it. I was trying to do this, like, ethereal kind of light or whatever. Um, and I couldn't figure out what I should be wearing. And I was, like, I don't know. It was, like, ethereal sci-fi-ish, okay? You don't need this much explanation of the photo, but I'm giving it to you anyway, Okay. So I, I wrapped my body in saran wrap is what I did. And the picture looks sick. It looks really cool and artistic. And some guy like messages me and he's like, did you really wrap your body in saran wrap? You fucking moron. <laughs> he didn't say the last part, but he was just like, really? You put a saran wrap around your head? I'm like, that's your opener? That's what you're doing? That's coming in hot with the, okay um and then what did I get the other day some other guy was like you know he did the classic like you're not like other girls he was like oh you're an artistic girl aren't you (laughs) you're artsy girl and I like that because every other girl out there she's got her her tits out she's got tits and ass out and just like dumbass binge (laughs) he didn't say that (laughs) she's dumbass with a white claw on her hand that's what he said he was like tits and ass with a white claw in hand I like you girl you're different and I was like barf (laughs) um what the fuck was I saying what was my original point oh yeah dating dating is weird um when you're neurodivergent but you know (sighs) the dating scene here is a particular brand of strange um but yeah, it's like it. So it's been two years since I went through this major breakup. 
and you know I've kind of gone like up and down and up and down with like wanting to date a little bit and then just like taking time off I've taken more time off than like actually tried to date anybody I've been on like a couple dates um here and there and that sort of thing but it's just like I I'm always anxious about me you know about like masking who I am obviously before my diagnosis I didn't know that's what I was doing but um I'm just like I am certain that everyone's going to suddenly like I've got that imposter thing that's like oh at any moment this person that I'm talking to that seems really cool and interesting is going to actually find out how fucking idiotic I am at any moment um and also that thing like that I've just carried with me since childhood that's like I think that I will be exposed at any moment for how actually deeply truly unlikable I really am and you know I can like I can step outside of that and realize that that's like an anxious thought and it's not true it's not what reality actually is um but it does make it like really hard to like be yourself put yourself out there and like want to go out on dates and like just show up as Trisha you know like I'm like it's 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 an instinctive thing it's like a knee-jerk thing that I feel like I almost can't control sometimes that it's like I show up and I kind of do this I don't know if this is gonna make sense for people who haven't experienced this kind of thing from my side Um, because I'm afraid that it will come across as like manipulative or something but it's like people who have had to mask their entire lives get really good at evaluating other people so you know if you put that in a date setting you sit down at the table you take in all the information that you possibly can about this person about how they look their body language what are they expressing to you how are they speaking what kind of stuff does it seem like they think are funny and it's like your brain as a neurodivergent person can't help but evaluate all that stuff and be like okay like a computer I'm going to spit out what I think this person wants or what they might be attracted to I'm not saying I'm correct on that and I'm probably wrong a lot but that's what my brain is telling me is like oh this person likes xyz so maybe I should like lean more into that so that I'll be likable because if I just said hey I like Harry Styles or whatever then they'd be like well okay that's really stupid and boring and everybody likes Harry Styles of course um that's a really stupid example but you get you you understand what I'm saying um women know So, I have anxiety about that part of dating, but also it's like, let me see if I can, like, describe this concept. Um, I've been in bad relationships in the past, like, pretty bad ones, um, where I definitely was masking I, like, fully put on a totally different persona, I think, in some of my past relationships, because I just, I I didn't know that I was doing that, but it was very hard for me to let my walls down and be who I truly am, so I was like, oh, I'm going to, I think I should be happy being, like, a housewife or something, so I'm just going to force myself into that box, because I'm in this long-term, like, committed relationship. So, I think if I just do that for long enough that maybe I'll become satisfied with that and I'll actually morph into that person. Um, spoiler alert, it doesn't work. So, suddenly you look at the clock and you're like, (laughs) seven years later, this ain't gonna work because I just don't feel like myself or satisfied with this relationship is not fulfilling I don't think for either of us and we're just going through the motions here bud um so that will happen (laughs) sometimes um that's what happened to me and then after I went through that breakup and was like okay this isn't gonna work I've been trying for like 30 years to 
force myself into a box that's not working. So let's try just, you know, burning the box or whatever, like stepping outside of it. What does that look like if you just actually are yourself? Um, and that's, that's pretty scary. It gives you a lot of anxiety. So I just have, oh yeah, the other thing I was going to say was like, so now that I've had that experience, let's put that in column A. Column B is a very neurodivergent thing, which is the tendency to like idealize love and romance and like paint this picturesque movie scenario of what could be and fall in love with that, right? That's what I've been talking to my therapist about is when I find that I'm, like, craving love and attention, I'm, I often am, like, making up this storybook romance that isn't real, that doesn't exist, and I know is, like, harmful to my psyche and my mental health. So then, from that, it's like, okay, so what do I do with that? <laughs> I'm trying to throw that out the window, but, like, neurodivergence is so strongly linked for me to this, like, daydreamy thing. This daydreamy aspect where I'm, like, this escapist attitude. Where it's, like, if I'm having a really hard time just being a human right now, I need to escape a little bit. And that's sometimes through, like, watching YouTube videos, my favorite creators, I'm watching my favorite comfort movies... I'm listening to sad music or whatever it is and then that usually like sends me down some kind of creative spiral spiral where I'm like that's the ideal life for me you know I want a partner like xyz because I saw it in a movie or I heard it on a in a song or whatever and it's not real and it doesn't exist and I'm falling in love with something like the potential is there it's not real. It's not real. It's not there. And it's like, it, that can, that has been a struggle for me. Um, that's been a real struggle for me to, like, put into perspective what what's real. What's actually attainable. And what I should do is put romance to the side. And just be like, I need to clearly love myself before anything else. I need to, like, work on... I heard some some TikTok creator, I think, say... Um, what was it? She was saying, like... Oh, yeah, it was the idea... I, I've got to be okay with being... The potential of being alone forever. And that being okay. You know? Fuck. That's a, that's a, that's a hard one. That's, like... I don't know, man. Like, I know in concept, in theory, I'm like, that, I know that would bring me so much peace to just be like, just me and me forever, <laughs> hand in hand. And that sounds cool. That sounds like a good time. I'm not anxious about it at all. <laughs> so, I don't know. I guess, like, in my mind, I'm like, I should work towards that more. Just being like, it's, it's, it's all right. If I am I if if I'm alone forever and ever and I die alone, if I die alone, is fine. It's fine, guys. <laughs> so I have anxiety about it. <laughs> yeah, I have some anxiety. I have a little bit of anxiety about that. So I don't know. I don't know exactly where I'm at right now with it. I'm I'm not really trying right now to date. Uh, you know, I've got, I've got Hinge, <sighs> and I just, like, don't check it sometimes. I was going through a period where I was, like, activating and deactivating my account, like, all the time, like, every week, because I was just, like, getting so frustrated with it, um, and I know that, like, dating apps are not the answer. Everyone's like, oh, you should just meet somebody organically. Don't, uh, yeah. Don't you think I want to bump into a cutie at the bookstore and have you know, my love story take sale right then and there? You know, a meet cute at a coffee shop and somebody orders an Earl Grey. And I'm like, that, 
and, and I, our hands go <laughs> to grab the same cup because that's also my order. And then we fall madly in love and it was all happenstance. Don't you think I want that? It's just, it's not, <laughs> I just don't think it's possible for me right now. It's, it's, it's also just like living where I live, which has like been such a struggle you know, it's like, if I were to, I don't know how to just, like, move somewhere else. Maybe that's part of another, um, another part of, of, of another episode of the pod. It's talking about, I took a big trip to London last year where I stayed there for, like, a month. And I have been, like, h- truly heartsick um, for that place ever since because I was like, this is for me. If I move here, then it will solve all of my problems and I will for sure meet the person of my dreams. And I'll never have another care in the world. It'll be perfect. So I've definitely thought about moving somewhere else. And it doesn't have to be there, but I know that, like, obviously, you know, you live in a bigger city, there's more people that live there. And there's more chances for love. I get it. It's a very simple concept, but um, in actuality, in practice, it is difficult to leave all your support behind and quit your job and move somewhere else. For what, you know? That's difficult. That would be a difficult thing for me to commit to. Just like, oh, I'm going to move to like, you know, New York, LA, London, (laughs) something like that. I'm a city gal. You know, I just like I was I was born and raised here and I don't like it. I don't like it here. I want to live where the people I want to live where the people are. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> just made myself cringe so much. Um, I that's a, <laughs> I need to work on that also. Just, like, stop being, stop cringing at myself and just leave it in. Leave in the mistakes, Trisha. We're leaving it in. I'm not going to edit it. You're not going to go back. Stop trying to control how, how you're perceived, okay? Stop it. What was I saying? If I were to move somewhere, that would be cool. <laughs> that would be rad, but... Um, I just don't know how to make that happen. So for now, hey, cheers, folks. Plink, we're dying alone, you know? So anyway, that is that. Next segment. Shit that was just too loud, okay? My roommate has a cat, and he is a sweetheart. (laughs) If If he listens to this, I'm sorry. Um, sweetest cat ever, but he was, um, howling while they were, like, moving. My cat does this, too. Rest assured, my cat is also a piece of shit. (laughs) I have two cats that are obnoxious. I have a cat that's 13 years old, and she doesn't like anyone. She doesn't even really like me very much at all. (laughs) She scratched me yesterday. Scratched me so much. I was just petting her face. <laughs> I was just like, hey, I love you. I'm just going to give you a little love you. She scratched me so deep that her claw got stuck in my arm. Sorry for that visual. I apologize. Um, she's, <laughs> she's a bitch. And then my cat will howl in the middle of the night sometimes. A lot of times in the morning, I'll like, get up and I'll go downstairs Make myself a little cup of tea. And he'll just be like, (laughs) screaming. And so today I was like a little bummed that my roommate is moving out. And his cat was in the bathroom to be safe while everyone was like moving big pieces of furniture. And he was like (laughs) scream howling. And I had to put my headphones on to just like block it out. Because that shit was too loud. And... I can't properly describe the neurodivergent experience of, like, hearing a noise that is so unsettling that it just, like, to me, that sounded in that moment like 
a baby crying or something that I'm just like, it's, me, do anything that you can to make it stop, please. Please, God, make it stop. So that was just too loud this week. What else? The next one is uh, socially problematic. Uh, hey, guys, I just need a different name for this segment. I just don't like it. Something about it is just not, like, hitting like the other ones are, so I just need some suggestions, please. This week's segment, um, brought to you by Matt on TikTok, my new buddy Matt from TikTok. <laughs> That's my radio voice. You guys like it? Um, Matt and I met on TikTok a couple days ago because my algorithm knows me so well that it was like, here, we're going to hand you somebody who's looking for neurodivergent community. And I said, you've come to the right place, my guy. Um, Matt is a fellow creative and neurodivergent folk person, guy. Um, and so, yeah, I just uh, was like, hey, I relate to you. <laughs> and now here we are. I made a new friend. So the segment was inspired by Matt this week because he sent me a meme that was like, I don't know how to move on from a meme until like if I if a meme pops up in my head, I have to say it. I have to send it. And I was like, big relate on that one. So the socially problematic thing is this. Do you, do you ever find that you're like at a social gathering of any kind and you're talking to someone as you do at a social gathering and they say something and you're like oh that that reminds me of this thing this reminds me of a meme or a sound bite from a movie from 1992 and I can't move on until I tell you about it this reminds me of Titanic this reminds me of that scene from RoboCop and I have to t tell you about it and I got to say it exactly like it was said or how I hear it in my brain. And th this, <laughs> this is what's happened to me before is like someone will be like saying something that like is actually important. And then my brain goes, talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And so I'm like, do you guys remember that scene from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 where Shredder is like... <laughs> And then people don't give a shit, obviously, because it doesn't, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. So people will, like, talk over you, but your brain, your neurodivergent brain is like, I can't move on until I tell someone about Shredder. <laughs> so then it might be, like, five minutes later and you're like, anyway, back to TNA, T TMNT, Okay. As I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted. And then people are like, sick, Trisha. Cool. I'm glad you got to say that. <laughs> That's what I thought of. Because I was like, me, me, big relate. <laughs> me when I'm at any social gathering. Anyone at all. Um, you know? Do you guys feel that way? Because I sure do. All right, now moving on to the final segment, which is Revelation of the Week. Now, this might get a little serious. If you're just here for silly, goofy dork time, um, I apologize if there's not as many giggles for this final segment. But it's what's going on in my life right now. So, um, I think it's important to talk about... Um, it's revelation of the week. Something that, and I don't, I don't necessarily have an answer to this one. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, some of these things I don't have an answer to, and I'm not gonna be the kind of person who's who pretends like they have an answer to something that they don't have an answer to, and then that's not helpful. Maybe that's harmful for you. Okay, I don't have an answer to this one, but I think it's worth speaking about because I know that other people are in. A similar situation to me. So here, here it is. Okay. How do you receive care when you don't have support? If you're a neurodivergent person, you may find yourself in a situation where you need some more care than maybe others might. 
since my diagnosis, I have been asking myself, how can I accommodate myself uh, in, in any way that I can? How can I show up for myself, speak up for myself, make small changes in my day-to-day that make my life more comfortable? That's something that I can do that's under my control, right? What I can't do is manifest care and love and support from where it doesn't exist. And so, what I want to say is to anybody out there who's like me, who maybe doesn't have family support, um, we want to be your support. I want to be your support. I know anybody in this community will be there for you and I know that sounds like stupid and cheesy and like I don't mean it but I really I do um and here's why because I don't I just don't have a good relationship with my family I love them so much um but it just we're just not that type of family um I don't have a relationship with my mom my dad and I have a good relationship we're just not close you know, um, he's, he's the bee's knees, I love him to death, but we're just not the kind of family where, um, you get a call every week checking in to see how you're doing, um, yeah, that's just how it is, you know, and, uh, my family's also really small, so I don't have, like, extended family that I could lean on either, I have a single sibling, um, yeah, uh, grandma, she's pretty rad, but we're just, yeah, we're just not that kind of family, they don't live in the same city as me, um, so I do have to travel to, like, go see them and stuff, and it just, like, we've never had that kind of dynamic where it's, like, what do you need? If you need me in the middle of the night, I'll be there at your door, we just don't have that, and I'm not trying to have, like, a pity party and be, like, poor me, or whatever, because I know, I'm fine, you know, I'm fine, I have, I've gone to therapy about it, <laughs> I'm in therapy about it, okay, I'm trying to be my own support in a lot of ways, and that, like, my cat is opening a cabinet in my bathroom right now, because she can do that, um, what was I saying, um, yeah, I'm not trying to have a pity party and make it sound like I... You know, it does hurt to have to be my own support sometimes. And sometimes I feel really strong and I'm like, I feel, you know, maybe not 100% whole, but maybe like 95. And I feel strong enough to like support myself through some difficult circumstances or whatever. I feel pretty good about that. Like I have, I have worked through that quite a lot in therapy and I feel way more solid just on my own as an individual than... I ever did in my teens and 20s and stuff like that but that doesn't mean that it's not hard um and I am so incredibly lucky to have to have support of some kind you know like I have friends that are my family now like they have been with me for years like basically a decade at this point and, you know, we're the kind of people who were persistent with me when I didn't know that I was neurodivergent then, but they could tell that we would get along and they persisted and <laughs> were like, we should be friends. We really should. And they persisted and now they're my best friends in the entire world and I love them so dearly. And if I talk about them for a long time, too long... Um, I will begin to cry and I can't do that on episode two, but just know I love them more than anything and they've been with me through the difficult, like most difficult moments in my life. And so I am so incredibly grateful to have that support and some, some people don't even have that, you know, and that breaks my heart. That really like, I feel I feel for you. I know what that's like. I've been there. I've been down in that dark 
void where it feels like nobody is there to like lift a hand down to you and pull you out when you just can't do it yourself. And it's not that you're just a little bit sad and it's not that you're a little bit anxious. There's something bigger going on and you deserve love and care and support. And so I'm here for you. Okay. We got a little deep on that one. (laughs) Just a little bit. (laughs) Just a little bit into my therapy sessions. Um, But I don't know. That's been like on my mind lately. It's been kind of weighing on my heart a little bit. That my life has changed a lot. And even like a year or two ago when I would go through something really intense and difficult. And I felt like I was out there at sea swimming by myself. I don't feel that way now. Even in difficulties that feel, in even in moments that feel very difficult, um, I know that I now know that I have people that I can lean on, and I get to do that. I have the privilege of doing that. I have the the sheer pleasure of being able to like say I need help. I need some care. I just need to, like, lean on you for a second. And my friends have never let me down for even a second. And guess what? I met a friend on TikTok, and you can, you can do that, too. So, I know at some point, um, we're gonna create some new, like, social channels and stuff like that, and I don't know what that looks like. Um, dis, like, Discord, or, you know, some, like, a TikTok, or whatever. Um, but I would really love to use this platform, um, to form some kind of community where we can just, like, be there for each other because some people have more support than others and we should all just help each other out when we can. Okay? I love ya. Be kind to yourself. Thank you so much for listening. Ah, I forgot. If you want to reach out at the story sucks on instagram send me your questions send me your hot takes send me your hot cues if you got questions we uh, might do like a q a at some point reach out all right bye weirdos (laughs) 